Welcome to Open Tabs at Dolce Floor. We're opening a tab at the drink bar, whatever you'd like, coffee, tea, maybe some licks. And we're also opening a search tab on relevant topics in the mainstream. My guests today are owners of two businesses that are taking off in a crazy way. Crystal Williams, the owner of Nature's Body Care by Crystal, and Sydney Peterson, the owner of Cartons by Sydney Shaw. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for having us. So let's open a tab. I'm heading to the bar today and getting something like an Earl Grey tea. What are y'all sipping on today? Um, I'm sipping on some water today. You know, life's water. You need that. You need that. I got it. I got it. Crystal? Some pineapple kombucha. It's good for the digestive tract. All mm. right. All right. Y'all are real healthy today. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I went a little hard last night. Gotcha. So I'm doing the water today. Gotcha. <laughs> Clean it out. So you both make awesome products that are selling out so quickly. Can uh, you tell us about what you do and how product personalization is a part of it? Well, what I do is uh, I sell natural or body products um, as one of my business ventures. And uh, I think it's so beneficial in the time that we live in where there's so much toxicity with everything, food and uh, hair products that it was, you know, best to have something that is all natural, that still is, gets you the, gets the job done with moisturization and um, exfoliation, all those good things that we look for year round when the weather changes. Um, so a lot of my products um, they're staple products that are available year-round, but every season, as the season changes, I come up with a recipe for body butter and scrubs that would be beneficial for that time period. For example, in the winter, a lot of people go low with vitamin D. They get really uh, sad. Some suffer with depression, loneliness during that time because the sun is not out as, as much. So. Uh, for my winter line, I do have essential oils and things that I've researched that are beneficial for people with boosting their vitamin D, helping them uh, feel uh, more endorphins. Um, and I put that in the products to help. So uh, it's all about uh, personalizing it in that sense uh, for what's best for each client because you want what's best for yourself. So that's how I push for it with the products that I do and um, I love it and uh, thus far it's been very successful. Um, well I make customized milk cartons they're you know double as water bottles or for any beverage and I basically can put anything on it um, whether it's a name a phrase a graphic and people really like that. They like the idea of being able to send me their business logo or, you know, a photograph they've seen. I had one person send me a picture of a tattoo and I had to like digitize it and make it into a graphic and put it onto the carton. So people 
you know, you go to stores and you see mass produced mugs, you see mass produced cups where it just has like regular names, Jennifer, you know, gen generic names. But with this, I can put people's names that are not so popular, that they wouldn't find in a store, you know, that are spelled differently, that they wouldn't find in the store. So um, I really like that um, aspect and everybody else seems to love it as well. It is true. Um, both of you just thinking about the end user, what the person that you're providing the product to wants or needs at a certain time or if like you said they're unique their name is different they can't find their names or when you go to disney world and you see all the keychains like you said karen jennifer mm -hmm. um bridget that's not my name my name is unique i need a unique product for me so going along with that why do you think the personalization industry has taken off so fast um i feel that this line of business, a stream of business has taken off because the time that we're living in, it's all about individuality, standing out um, and owning oneself and being confident in oneself. So with all of that atmosphere that surrounds us in all streams of life, uh, face it, uh, you need or desire my uh, products, whatever I'm using to be a staple of me, to represent me, to cater to me. It's like almost a demand in a sense um, that people are requiring of companies today and you have to rise to that occasion. Um, and it, to me, shows the best way to provide customer service, the best customer service, um, because you want to, you want a product that your customers will love and enjoy, but also feel special about. Um, it, for example, uh, a lot of people, um, for, particularly for my business, some I've noticed that individuals may have a coconut allergy. So instead of ignoring that 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 group of individuals, I've decided to tap into that and cater to that. And in doing so, that brings in a whole new stream of individuals who may not be able to otherwise experience my products. So uh, it's a demand and I've, I feel that all companies um, are be getting that push to do that, provide that kind of service. Piggybacking off of what Crystal was saying, it's, you know, with social media, with everything today, people are looking for a way to express their individuality because there's so many cookie cutter people. Everyone wants to look like Kim Kardashian. Everyone wants to look like, you know, whoever's on top right now and everybody's doing the same thing. So people are looking for ways to express their individuality and to show that they're unique. So I do think personalization and customization with everything, like Crystal said, is um, necessary and people want that and need that. Um, also, another thing piggybacking off of what Crystal said, it makes the customer feel special. I had people, you know, that reach out to me and want special things on their cartons and, you know, they, they thank me so much. They're like, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time to respond to me and to work on this and to find a picture for me or whatever. Even, even if they don't have whatever they are thinking in their head, I'll go ahead and 
look for it, research it, you know, and find it for them. So that makes them feel special. It makes them feel like you care personally about them. And that's what people want to see. I think there's a part of people who they want to be a part of the crowd. They want to look like everyone else, but at the same time, like you said, they want to feel special in a certain way. So even let's say if their clothes are popular or mainstream where everyone else is wearing the same sort of clothes, maybe they want a carton that has their name on it, that set, that sets them apart. Or maybe they have that beauty care product that you make um, that helps them through, a, you know, like you said, through the winter when it's not so sunny outside. And that's what makes them feel good. That makes them feel special. So opening a search tab, there was an article in the business section of the New York Times on March 18th of this year entitled, Customers Want Customization and Companies Are Giving It to Them. The article quoted a CEO as saying, the world is going custom and also got input from a professor who says that the average consumer is using technology to be super specific in communicating what they want. So as company owners in the customization, personalization industry, where do you see the personalization industry heading next? And what does that mean for your brand and other companies like yours? Um, well, this is a loaded question. Um, I feel that the, like you said, the customization, personalization industry is definitely going to take off. Um, I found it, um, interesting cause you know, I'm working on a person by person kind of one woman shop basis <laughs> and it does get difficult. Um, you know, I'm sure Crystal can attest to that as well, uh, with the orders coming in and you're literally just working by yourself, but you know, the, the, the fact that these companies, the larger companies are able to, to industrialize and mass produce customized things and have these robots that will produce them is, is crazy to me. And, you know, technology plays a huge part in that. And, you know, also just the communication, like you said, uh, the customer being able to communicate through like a quick message and saying exactly what they want. <clears throat> I think that is playing a big part and it's going to definitely be able to push it forward in all industries, whether it's, you know, beauty industries, because like we said, it's been, you know, throughout the years, you go to CVS and you get some Cetaphil, like that works for some people, it doesn't work for some people. But to have beauty lines that literally have a product for every skin type or every lifestyle or whatever, that, you know, is go going to work for everyone, that's what people need right now. And so, yeah, in every, in every industry, it can, it's gonna take off. We've all seen movies where it's like very futuristic and uh, they uh, swipe a, a glance of your social media or something like that. And they're able to assess what you would decide and decipher with different aspects of your life. I mean, you know, the movies are, um, I feel that movies are slightly based for a good percentage of it on things that are actually either to come or that have already started in the making. And I feel like a lot of businesses are going to be taking that stepping stone because I feel like the next step would be uh, 
having a system where you don't really have to interact with the customer as much, but have a system, whether it's a computerized coding system that is able to, whether it's retrieving in personal information or doing some type of uh, a glance at your personal life, uh, like a quick snap and being able to de decipher, okay, this person is usually in this type of environment. Uh, this product would be best for them. They're more inclined, maybe they'll, they'll need this. They'll have already a list of things that uh, will be beneficial for each individual person. Um, that article brought out some great points. And uh, for my business specifically, um, I'm actually currently working on a new business venture and it speaks to the times that we live in where people are being very vocal about representation and uh, being seen, uh, being heard. And uh, I guess that's all I'm going to say, but it's something that um, I feel like everyone will appreciate. It's very personalized. I feel like um, to each individual person, whether you're uh, a young boy, a young girl, uh, a grown adult, a father, a single person. I guess that's that's how I, I feel the chain is going to continue as businesses begin to see the need for this personalization for their customer base. I agree. You know, the article notes it's a wave of mass customization. And um, speaking to what um, Sydney said, about how you know you're a one-woman show you all of us really are one-woman shows in our businesses but they were saying in the article that niche manufacturers they don't have as much overhead they don't have the infrastructure that's so expensive so small companies like yours may flourish because you can do it much easier. You don't have to go through four different people to make one product. So that may actually help small businesses when you're talking about a personalized, special experience, that one-on-one -on -one feeling may come across better with a smaller company. So with everyone wanting to feel special, everyone wanting their own custom products, how do you think that will affect society as a whole? How do you think people will act knowing that everything they want, that they can be specific about, they can have basically? <laughs> that, um, I think that's a two ways to see it. On one end, I feel that you're feeding the fire and the fire I feel like is this generation that uh, is very entitled and feels very much as if there's no effort, there's no hard work, there's no respect. It's, it's an environment for this generation that I feel is quite, I guess, toxic in a sense because it breeds um, almost, I feel like, laziness. It, like I've stated, entitlement. It, it doesn't uh, fuel progress in a sense. Um, but on the other hand, I feel that on the other hand, for people who are in a much mature bracket, it, it fuels efficiency. 
it it um it fuels being more effective with time management when you have a product or products that are already there giving you what you need exactly um it, it because if you think about it when you have to to go into further detail say you order something and you give the specifications you make sure you note it you make sure that everything is there and it still comes up wrong whether it's the wrong size the wrong color uh even if it's a drink you know i don't want foam extra hot no foam or foam in a separate cup i want some cinnamon sprinkled on it and i get it and it's like why is there foam why is i was very specific in what i ordered you know, <laughs> I don't know if you've had that experience, but I've definitely had that experience because I like what I like, I know what I want, and I'm paying for a service. And you're supposed to provide the service that I'm requesting. So it makes it more cost-effective, time-effective when you get it done and it's done proficiently so I can go about my day. Because everyone is busy, everyone has a lot going on like you just stated we're all one one woman uh rodeo shows <laughs> so uh fast and effective is the, is the key i have a totally different i think view of it i just feel that you know in the middle of corona we and quarantine we've all obviously you know went into our business ventures and I don't know what you guys' reason for starting your business was, but mine was kind of just um, a necessity of not being able to get it the way I wanted or where I wanted. So I just took it upon myself to do it. So I feel like this whole customization and personalization industry is also, you know, I agree with Crystal in that it could, it's gonna make people lazy and entitled. But I also feel that for some people, it's gonna push them to wanna start their own business and make things exactly the way they want it. In this day and age with social media, it's just so much easier to start your business and you know have a, a immediate little following and fan base and customer base. Um, so I think that this industry is definitely gonna make it where we have just a whole bunch of little tiny businesses um you know, whether or not they take off that's you know it depends but it's going to be a lot of people doing that it already is <clears throat> just with people being home and not having anything else to do so um people being able to research and figure out how they can do things on their own and executing it and then doing it for others is definitely going to be a big thing i agree so on one hand we have people who just expect everything to be given on to them on a platter. But for others, it will be, this helps me get what I need to get done faster, quicker, better, and or it will spur the entrepreneur in them to do something that they want to do on, you know, in a customization, personalization. So I think that's two, actually three sides of, you know, different coins that, some good, some bad, but I think that happens with every industry. You create something, sometimes it turns out the way you expected. Sometimes there's collateral damage in this form, people not taking things for granted, basically. So personalization can also be found 
and how we take care of ourselves. So at Dolce Floor, we provide spa boxes so that people can take intentional time to self-care. And you both work so hard to provide that personal experience for others. So what is your favorite way to self-care and what would you recommend to others? Well, well, well. <laughs> um, I do, uh, by the way, I wanna, your spa self-care boxes are awesome. I'm about to order mine. I've seen a lot of people post theirs, a lot of my friends, it's amazing. Um, I can't wait to try. Um, but for me, self-care depends on my mood of what my, I don't want to get very uh, Erica Badu, what my soul needs, you know what I'm saying? Um, it depends. Uh, sometimes it's my self-care is opening a bottle of wine, not sharing it, and just chilling finding a place alone from everyone else and just watching TV with my wine and my favorite snack or something. Um, but growing up, my, my self-care regimen was, and most of the time it has continued to be, is lighting candles, um, having a nice bubble bath and putting my salts and oils in there and having my music playing and um, just like face mask. Um, I, I, I love doing um, homemade masks, but I do love, there's some masks out there that I do love. I actually did one last night. <laughs> um, um, and just taking time for yourself. Um, and I feel like that is so crucial um, in today's world, especially for business women, but not only business women um, and men, and men, and I emphasize men too, because men tend to not take care of themselves in a sense when it comes to health, and a big part of that uh, stress. Um, now you know they deal a lot with stress. Well, we all deal with stress, but men uh, particularly tend to internalize and just deal and not actually go through the channels of expressing and they just deal with it and they try to almost move on but they kind of hold on to things or they don't take care of themselves um health wise and that adds stress and that that messes you up um but taking the time to sit down and having a moment whether it's 30 minutes out of the day um especially parents uh 30 minutes you know, rotate with the different, you know, if it's a, if it's a two-parent home, have one mate take the kids and one person, you know, um, 30 minutes at least, just to peace of mind, quiet, to, to just, you know, get out of your head and just um, reflect if you need to reflect, if it's writing, right? If it's just dancing around the house, when no one is around being silly do you boo and um you know we all need that especially in the times that we are in today it gets hectic it gets crazy we need outlets and uh self-care is very top on that list of daily things that we need to do um crystal said it all he just i'm sorry girl <laughs> 
I mean, all the self-care that I, you know, do, that's what Crystal mentioned. Um, but for me, yeah, it's a, like similar things. I definitely drown myself in music, whether it's in my home or taking a drive and just blasting music. And, you know, we live in the city, we live in New York City. So I go out to, you know, by the water, whether it's Long Island City, Brooklyn, Bridge, like I, I like to look at a nice view, listen to some music, clear my head. Um, definitely um, beauty skincare wise, I, I love my self-care routine in terms of at night, especially. Um, <clears throat> I have a certain routine that I go through morning and night um, for skincare and just everything else. And I pride myself, I don't care if I get in at three o'clock in the morning, I have to do my skincare routine at night and get the oils, the essential oils and go to bed on my silk pillowcase with, you know, you know, everything just marinating. So that's part of my self-care. Um, writing definitely need to write if I cannot vent to anything else um, or anyone else, I need to write it down, um, especially when I don't think anybody else is gonna understand me writing um, or praying. And then also found an outlet in photography. And so I take film photography. And so part of the process is actually developing the film. And so I developed the film myself and I find that very therapeutic. I'm in the dark, I'm loading the film into the reel, I'm by myself, you know, that's an excuse for nobody to ever come into my room while I'm doing that, because I have to be in the dark. <laughs> and so that's very therapeutic for me. Um, and just seeing the photographs come out afterwards that you worked on is, you know, satisfying. So those are some of my forms of self-care. Um, and I think it's so necessary, as Crystal said, for people like us that are, you know, running business that have so many stressful things going on. Parents, men, like they, like Crystal said, they internalize things and they need it. And that's something that is so cliche. But I think we're moving more towards, you know, men getting that self-care. Rihanna said it. So I think people are going to start taking note. <laughs> um, but yes, those are some of my ways that I do it. I appreciate, um, especially, like you said, the um, developing of the film, the process that you have to go through. I actually, with you know, with the spa boxes, I'm in the process of developing something where you're, you have to stop and do a process because there are so many things, like even like you said, with the personalization that is done for you already but to go backwards in a sense to stop and do a process that forces you to slow down that's intentional mm -hmm. it's important for self-care because everything is just so fast all the time and so i you know i appreciate and want to thank you both so much for taking time to share your views on the customization and personalization industries and you can check out both of these awesome companies on ig i'm going to make sure to put their links on my at dolcefloor.shop page on ig so you can get a link to their profiles and see the great custom products they offer so thank you again ladies thank you for having us i appreciate it Thank you, Dolce Floor. I love your brand. Thank you. So if you like this discussion, 
Please stay tuned for our next episode. And remember to stop by dolcefloor.shop for our exclusive selection of self-care spa boxes. And make sure to download the free calendar for a month of self-care. We're going to close our tabs. Have a Dolce day.